Hey, everybody, we're talking fitness again on the show today. We all need to do it, you know, and I'm not doing it myself. So we're not going to get preachy about it. We just really want to give you a little more time and a little few, a few little more ideas to help you get exercise into your life. That's up next on the Matt Townsend Show. Good afternoon. I'm Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. The administration is now admitting that the attack on the U.S. Embassy in Libya was a planned act of terrorism, a position officials had been resisting. Since last week, the administration's resisted the label, citing protests over an anti-Islam video and insisting there's no evidence of pre-planning, even though the attack that killed Ambassador Chris Stevens and three others took place on the 9-11 anniversary. But now officials acknowledge signs that well-armed militants, possibly some with al-Qaeda connections, use the protests as a cover for hitting the consulate with mortars and grenades. Press Secretary Jake Carney tells reporters it is now self-evident that this constitutes a terror attack. Mark Smith at the White House. The anti-Islam movie that was blamed for the attack and other protests is going to remain posted online after a judge decided not to have YouTube take it down. Actress Cindy Lee Garcia says she and her family have been threatened, her career damaged since the video surfaced. America needs to stand behind us on this and, and take it off of YouTube. Yes, we have the right of freedom to speech, but what he did was wrong. Garcia says she was duped by the man behind the clip and that neither anti-Muslim content nor the name of Prophet Muhammad were mentioned in the script for the film she thought she was making. It's a horrible um, thing that they put on there. It had nothing to do with anything that was filmed. But the judge rejected her request in part because the man behind the film was not served with a copy of the lawsuit. He's gone into hiding. I'm Sandy Kozell. Prosecutors are once again trying to obtain the journal of James Holmes, who's accused of killing 12 in the Aurora Theater shooting. The state says James Holmes' notebook sent to a University of Colorado psychiatrist is not part of his therapy and should then be handed over to investigators. Holmes reportedly included descriptions of attacks in the journal, which could be covered by doctor-patient privilege. Last month, a judge ruled that the prosecutors did not disprove there was such a relationship. Holmes is accused of killing 12 people and wounding 58 others in the shooting inside an Aurora movie theater in July. I'm Tim McGuire. Penn State is placing the responsibility of handling settlements related to the Jerry Sandusky case on a man who has overseen some of the nation's largest settlement funds. Kenneth Feinberg is known as being tough but fair. He distributed more than $7 billion from the 9-11 Victims Fund and also handled Gulf oil spill payouts. A plaintiff's attorney says Penn State is bringing Feinberg aboard to settle claims by victims in the Jerry Sandusky child molestation case. Lawyer Jeff Anderson says any action toward bringing resolution and transparency is better than none, adding actions speak louder than words. I'm John Belmont. You're listening to BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143. I'm Sam McCall. Good afternoon, kids. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Matt Townsend, your relationship coach. Your guide on the side. We do what we can on this program to give you guys a leg up on life. Figure out how to stay ahead of this crazy thing we call life. And hopefully give you some tools, some solutions, improve your skills, maybe even a little bit of hope as well to just uh, guide you through this fun thing. Now, 
Today, again, we're back at it. We are back at the Lose the Fat Mat chat, Blatt. Uh, we're back. I don't know what we call it. Lose the Fat Mat, uh, which is our fitness challenge. It's the Matt Townsend, Matt Townsend Show Fitness Challenge. Oh. Is that what we're calling it? I've always called it Lose the Fat. Lose the Fat Mat. Actually, that's what, that's our, more catchy. That's what our expert Jenny used to say. <laughs> Lose the Fat Mat. But it is just the expert. What's it called? The Matt Townsend Fitness Challenge 2012. It's actually, I'm pretty sure, going to be our last one because it's been highly depressing for me. I have gone to the doctor, and uh, the doctor has affirmed that I've lost 14 pounds, okay, which is a good thing. And he looked at me. He's like, dude, you've lost 14 pounds. I don't think he said dude, by the way. He said, sir, you've lost 14 pounds. And then he said, how did you do it? And I said, well, I've got an expert on my radio show, and we are losing the pounds by counting calories. And he says, are you exercising? No. <laughs> I had nothing to say. <laughs> I'm not. And uh, he's like, well, you need to exercise. Because if you'd exercise, you'd probably would have lost 30 pounds. Uh, uh, that's a... Well, and I just said, well, if you had Propecia, you'd hey. probably have hair right now. There you go. And um, that's just a doctor joke that I threw at him. And he, the, the end result was I uh, need to exercise. Now, Jenny's been telling this for a few days that we that I need to be exercising. And what I'm finding out is um, I don't like it. OK. And I've I've figured out why, because I'm a Ph.D. I know these things. I figured out it's because I moved with just one other person, a treadmill that weighs two tons. And by the time I had moved the treadmill where it needed to be, my body was so sore. I have this feeling, this this severe dislike for my treadmill. I don't even like it. And since then, I've vowed I'll never exercise again. <sighs> Sad. But that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. So today on the show, we're going to have some ideas for all of you out there that don't like exercising either, and who um, have maybe also tried to move your treadmill and pulled something. <laughs> Like one of the things we have found, in fact, Bryce has got one and um, it blew our mind. But if I, I know I've lost a pound laughing, laughing about it, but you've got to go on YouTube where we, we don't we're not going to play it because we're we're afraid of YouTube legal issues, legal issues. But uh, I want you to go online because you've got to look up the, the words, two words on go to YouTube and then put in the words Hawaii, not Hawaiian, Hawaii chair. OK, Hawaii chair. And when you see it, you will just about die because it is it's a chair that moves for you and does the does the hula. It makes you hula. It makes you hula while you're trying to do your paperwork. And there's examples of people holding meetings where they're all just doing happy hip Hawaiian hula. And it is the funniest exercise equipment I've ever seen. But we bought two and um, I've noticed they're much more portable. And so we're just going to start using those. And I appreciate you, Bryce, for bringing that to our attention and telling us that that's how you got your six-pack. You are so very welcome. And if you saw Bryce, you'd know because this guy has got the happy hula hips. So go check out the Hawaii chair. Um, That's all I'm going to say about it. And, uh, you know, it's a big deal. As you think about it, as we go along in life – you notice that the pop culture is really big on pushing some of these things, right? In and out of things come in and out of style. And the same is true for all of our fitness trends. So our, we sent out our producer, Madison, to take a closer look at some of the key trends that have taken place in fitness over the past 50 years. 
America, we are all about seizing the day. We eat what tastes good and however much we want, and as a result, we ingest more calories than we should. But then we expect that we should have these bodybuilder physiques. As a result, in our culture, it is common to have a gym pass, and there is always a new fitness fad on the rise. Here's our countdown through the past 80 years of some major fitness trends. We started with the 50s. I think it is safe to say that some remember this, or at least everyone has seen a picture from this time of a line of ladies all hooked up to a machine with a vibrating belt around their middle section trying to vibrate the weight off. This is such a scam that many people fall prey because they want to lose the weight without doing the work. That is called laziness, my friends, and you simply cannot lose the weight by just standing there. I did not believe it until I saw it, but they are actually still around. Jack LaLanne, the titled Godfather of Fitness. For a man who towed 70 boats with 70 people one and a half miles at the age of 70 while handcuffed, shackled, and fighting winds and currents, it is no wonder he is a force in the health and fitness world. Jack LaLanne juicers still sell worldwide and his impact on our society is immeasurable. The Hawaii chair, truly a hilarious fad that followed along the lines of minimal time and effort and you could get a ripped six-pack. The seat of the chair oscillates as you sit, so the idea is that the workout is that you compensate for the movement. I bet it might even work, but the infomercial is just so ridiculous as the actors who are talking cannot even seem to keep in the chair. The name Richard Simmons brings to mind his notorious line of aerobic videos, Sweating to the Oldies. This weight loss success story's goal is to help those that are obese to find an easy way to exercise and to shed the pounds. Health Rider, a fad from the 90s that seemed to cause more back problems than a whole body workout. Their riders are based on using the person's body weight combined with a rowing motion. This is actually the first workout equipment I ever had, and I think it's actually still sitting in my garage at home. I grew up watching the Bowflex commercials on TV. The image of the ridiculously muscular man and the brief flashes of light as the scene changes is truly iconic. I just thought it was so cool, and I even remember suggesting to my father that instead of going to the gym every morning, he should just get a Bowflex. The name Abripper and P90X has at some time or another passed through the lips of everyone under the age of 30. This new fad claims that in just 90 days, it can help you get back in shape or build the body that you've always wanted. All you need is a set of dumbbells or resistance bands, a pull-up bar, and about an hour a day. I personally have witnessed the results with friends and family, and all I can say is, it works. These examples varied from the ridiculous to the efficient, but I guess when you get down to it, at least they just wanted to change. For my advice, go for the exercise. Just make sure it actually involves work and not one of those lose weight without doing anything schemes. See, Madison nails it again. She did a great job. And remember, everybody, that's Madison, the one that swam into the wall as a swimmer. And so, yes. Nailed it. She nailed it. it. Not to be rude, but she totally did. And then she acts like she didn't. Um, But and she had a head injury swimming. Weird. So um, we're talking about fitness and the crazy fitness things. And uh, one of the things that – well, we got to go to break. But I just want to drop this one really fast. If anybody out there has their most embarrassing fitness moment – uh, 801-422-0143. I would love to hear about it, and we'll put you on the air as long as it's clean and uh, is is justified and justifiable as good, fun, fun. Uh, 801-422-0143. I would love to hear your favorite fitness um, faux pas, your favorite uh, yoga mistake. <laughs> um, 
you know, when you went too far and your body said no, but your yoga instructor said go. We want to hear your ideas on that. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to Bryce about how he's doing P90X with a bunch of his friends in their um, dorm room. We'll be back on the Matt Townsend (laughs) Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Sirius XM 143. BYU Radio. Can your family pet smell an earthquake before it happens? And can a machine do it too? This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future. You've likely heard of animals that seem to know when an earthquake is coming before it hits. The University of Virginia School of Engineering and Applied Science undertook some interesting experiments recently to try and prove a hunch by Professor Raul Barrogiola that the secret of earthquake-sensing animals was in their noses. The professor's team did geological experiments in drilling and fracturing rocks and found that crushing common types of rocks like granite in the presence of oxygen can definitely give off measurable traces of ozone gas. You can sometimes smell the acrid tang of ozone right after a big electrical storm. Professor Barragiola theorizes that an array of implanted ozone sensors placed near a fault line might pick up a spike in ozone levels as rocks start to get squeezed and fracture before a quake. The research may also lead to new detectors for mines and tunnel digging that could smell an impending tunnel collapse. This could help warn workers to evacuate before any visible signs of a quake. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Are there some global issues you wish you could know more about or get an inside perspective on? Notes from the Kennedy Center presents lectures and seminars from international diplomats and scholars discussing issues and events from all over the world. For the first time, the number of AIDS deaths in the world declined. Become a more informed global citizen and tune in to Notes from the Kennedy Center, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We are talking about fitness. Ow! We're doing the 2012 Matt Townsend Show Fitness Expo Extravaganza. And we're bringing on Jenny Grothy in a bit, our fitness guru. We also have with this uh, Bryce Tobin, the um, P90X champion at Brigham Young University. He has taken number one in all leagues and categories on P90X. And he's also one of our producers and has lost himself a little bit of weight. How are you, Bryce? I am doing well. You look like a little skinny boy. Why, thank you. My jeans are baggy now, actually. Right, I've noticed that. That's weird. What is the um, – how much total weight have we lost? So at the beginning of the cut the fat, Matt, what are we yeah, calling chat, it? Blatt. Yeah, chat, Yeah. I was – I went to the doctor and he weighed me at about 205. Whoa. Which is a bit much as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and with the fitness challenge started, I was like, okay, this is perfect. This is good. Cause I got a, I went to the doctor. They have a real scale, not, you know, some yeah, scales, not a fake some scale. scales like to lie. Right. I appreciate the compliment, but yeah. you know, the real deal, the real. Yeah. Uh, Matt's town and show fitness challenge happens. I'm counting calories. I'm checking, I'm checking what I'm eating. I'm changing a few things. Yeah. 
I went to it was a different scale, so this isn't one hundred percent. Yeah, but, but I still think it's a good indication of what's going on. Sure, I weighed one hundred and ninety-one pounds. Wow, that's a whole fourteen pounds, right? That's math, right? You were heavy. I that was fourteen. You know what weighs fourteen pounds? Really yeah. big babies. Um, <laughs> really big sickly babies yeah. that shouldn't have been born. I don't know a month earlier. That's what weighs fourteen pounds. Yeah. So you lost fourteen pounds. Do you did. miss it? Not at all. I don't really feel it. I still think it's yeah. I here. I, I noticed the difference when I went to put on my really your P ninety X outfit. No, you wish. Uh, <laughs> no, I went to put on my really tight. Uh, church pants. Yes. Really, the waist is really tight. And so I well, tried to put it on yeah. before and I had to, you know, get a screwdriver they, and put a new yeah. hole in my belt. Excellent. Um, but they fit now. They fit really well now. Are the, um, that's progress. Are you, are, are the ladies noticing? Not at all. <laughs> okay. Not at all yet. We'll say that. Well, like yet. That. And, yet. and you're also working out cause we're going to bring Jen on and I want to hear about your workout. Cause okay. you're actually, you're actually exercising. I am exercising. My exercise is just getting to the car, from the car to this studio. That's and hard. It's hot. It's uphill. <laughs> it's uphill and it's hot. And my bag is heavy. I don't know why I carry 12 books because I'm not reading any of them. I just don't know what to do with them. So we're going to bring on Jenny. Oh, no. We First, before we bring Jenny on, we have got to get to our um, one of our bits by uh, Rob Sanders, one of our producers. Now, R- Rob says that fitness should be easier than ever, right? He even just gave us thumbs up. And uh, there are more ads than I've ever seen in my life trying to convince me to get to a gym membership. They're all trying to convince Matt that, Matt, you're fat. you got to go get your gym membership. But Rob Sanders thinks there's a better way than a gym. Traditional fitness is a waste of time. And by traditional fitness, I mean gym memberships. That's because every bit of exercise that people do inside a gym is unfulfilling, fake, a mere imitation of real exercise. All the downsides of reality, like sweat and hard work, without the sense of accomplishment that comes from doing real work or the scenery that comes from a nice, pleasant walk outside. Given gym memberships are a $14 billion a year industry, yes, they're always packed. Yes, my brother works out at one every day. And yes, a good buddy of mine even met his wife at a gym. But besides those reasons, gyms are bad. Now, maybe if we just paid a few dollars each time we used them, I might go once in a while and it would work all right. But they try to hook you in with a monthly membership, and I'm not going to fall for that because it'll make me set goals that are way too ambitious. I know if I signed up for a gym, I'd probably say, I'm going to get up every day at 5 a.m. I'm going to work out for four hours before work, run six miles, swim two miles, use the weights and the ab cruncher. And I know I wouldn't do it. Three months later, I'd be sitting on the couch realizing it's costing me about $50 each time I've gone because I've only gone twice. And one of those times I just spent splashing around the pool. And so I'd cancel, right? (laughs) No way. That would be admitting defeat. Admitting I'm a failure. Admitting I'm a slovenly TV-watching couch warmer. So I just keep paying for that membership I don't use, feeling better about myself for spending the money. Well, I found there's a better, cheaper way. Working out in nature's gymnasium. It's one where you can set sustainable goals, like going for a walk around the block once a month. Getting off the elevator a few floors before your office and then walking to the other elevator. 
leaving your car and walking from the far end of the grocery store parking lot over to the entrance. But you might say, I don't have that kind of motivation. Well, here's a few tips to try that might help. For instance, if you have a 10-mile commute to work, buy an old rust bucket that only goes 7 miles before it overheats. That gives you a nice 6-mile-a-day walk round trip, saves you a gym membership, and pays you money back in your wallet for not having to pay a car payment. Or you can move to a cheaper, scarier neighborhood than the one you live in. Go out for an evening stroll right around sundown. It'll start off as a nice leisurely walk and then gradually progress into a nice jog as you start to hear the police sirens. And maybe even a nice run or sprint, depending on how many blocks away you think those gunshots are. And a terrifying neighborhood could work even better because just going out to grab the mail or take out the trash really helps you build those calf muscles. Now you might wonder, well, this helps my legs and cardiovascular health, but what about working on my upper body? Don't I still need to go to a gym for that? No, you've got this one covered too with Nature's Gymnasium. You know all those coworkers, friends, friends of friends, casual acquaintances, strangers three blocks away who are desperate for help because they have to unload their life's possessions in and out of a U-Haul trailer? You know where I'm going with this. Just visualize those brown boxes, mattresses, and refrigerators as Nature's weight said. They'll be happy. You'll be happy. Hey, you might even get some pizza afterward. And after you eat six or seven slices, you'll be motivated again to go out and do more exercise. No gym membership needed. See, I totally agree. Why do you need a gym membership? In fact, when we pulled in and when I pulled in, I saw Rob out bench pressing a bench. An actual bench. An actual bench out in front of the studio. Awkward for everybody watching, and the police were there wondering if he had fallen. But <laughs> um, he is not one for hypocrisy. All right, he's not. He, he <laughs> that guy shoots straight. <laughs> Good job, Rob. Um, Rob is anti gym, so let's bring on somebody that has actually been to a gym. Uh, Jen, Jenny Grothy. Jenny is uh, she's a nutritionist. She's a fitness expert. If you go to jen-fit.com, you will see that the young lady knows how to be healthy. She actually has abs and has uh, done a few uh, sit-ups herself. Jen, welcome to the program. Are you there, Jen? You're working out, aren't you, Jen? She, you can hear her typing. I wonder who she's writing. <laughs> Jen, okay. Well, while Jen's working her way back uh, from her email, um, we're going to talk to Bryce a little bit about his fitness. Now, now what? Okay, tell me, what what did you do to lose your weight? P ninety X, obviously. Uh, no. Did you lift rocks like Rob suggested? Actually, I I did kind of the same thing that you did. It's kind of interesting that we lost about the same amount yeah, of weight but you doing actually, the same thing. Well, you worked out. I didn't work out once. I'm I'm starting to work out more. I had. I did. There's a group that plays ultimate frisbee, and I would play yes, with them consistently. Love it. Remember, I'm a competitor. That's right. You're you're part of the league. We play, We were going to play last night, but the, some young ladies were going to play, and I was afraid of being embarrassed, That's, so I didn't play. Got to save face. Yeah. But I I've recently gotten back to going to a gym. Okay. Um, you actually got a gym, even though Rob's anti gym. Rob maybe Rob, Rob says gyms are banned, bad, <laughs> but uh, I got a membership. I've had one before, but uh, I wasn't in love with it. You didn't. She got it again. I was going to get it. Jen, are you there, by the way? Jenny. I think she, she's in a submarine. <laughs> Do you hear the engines? 
They're working to get her. Uh, so you, I haven't had a gym membership for years, but I'm about to get one because that I know will obligate me. It's there's something there because my wife will pretty much say, "So are you going to get out of bed, Tubby?" She'll just say, "Get out! You need to get out." Well, see, you have your wife, and then when you pull up your bank statement and yeah. you see that it, pulls she's like, "That's a waste a of twenty-seven dollars." Your bank is okay. even reminding you. Oh, there's Jenny. Jen, you make it? Nah. Yes, I'm here. We had lost you. We th- we heard you typing your email. Oh, did, could you really hear me? Oh, yeah. Everybody heard. Oh, I was typing up a recipe. Come on. Oh, we were just trying to figure out who you were typing that was more important than us. Hey, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Jenny Grothy is her name. Jen-fit.com is her website. And Jenny, uh, did you hear the news? So I personally have lost 14 pounds over this whole escapade. And um, I think a lot of it was just water. I just quit drinking <laughs> everything. I am dehydrated. So you're, just, you're completely dehydrated now. I probably am. Hey, water's heavy. <laughs> water is way heavy, especially the heavy water. Yeah. And hard then, water. Hard water. That's heavy, too. But then Bryce himself has lost 14 pounds. So, Jenny, you're wow. helping us. That's good. But what we've been talking about is um, um, neither of us are really good at the exercise thing yet, even though he is more than I am. Okay. He tried P90X, by the way, but uh-huh. he could only get up to P30. Oh. And he got tired. I got a third of the way there. So, hey. so we have we only have a few minutes in this break. But what? Okay, tell us why. Now it seems obvious, but why is the fitness part of this plan so important? We've been doing the diet. We've been exercise. We've been you know I've been trying some of your recipes. Yep, good. We've been trying that. Um, but what? Why is the exercise so critical? Why can't we just watch our food? Oh my gosh. Well, there's so many reasons, Matt. I mean, when you're exercising, first of all, it just kind of gives you that added boost. When you exercise, it's a lot harder for you to go off your program and start eating junk. That's true. Because, you know, you put in all that hard work to actually do something physical. It's like the last thing you want to do is go blow it by having whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, that's that's just one piece of it. But not only that, um, if you're, you know, cutting out the foods and stuff like that, um, you know, the, the, the bad foods and you're not exercising, you're definitely going to lose weight. Um, you're definitely going to lose fat, but you're just going to take the body as you have it now and it's just going to shrink down. Mm. Um, the beautiful thing about exercising, depending, especially if you're going to incorporate um, weight training, you're actually going to... Um, kind of manipulate your body. It's going to, you know, turn into, you're going to see a transformation in, in your muscle and the overall um, aesthetics of your body. So you're going to, you know, change everything. You're not just going to be melting off that fat, but you're going to, you know, be adding muscle in areas that you want it so that when you do slim down, you're really liking what you're seeing in the, in the mirror. So, so you're saying I, I would actually find my hotness. Oh, yeah. Oh, Matt, you've already found it. You're going to find it even more. <laughs> Actually, I'm still looking for it. Um, no, whatever. It is. Uh, it's so. I mean, really, there's something about what it does to you psychologically, though, huh? Oh, yeah. It's a huge advantage. Yep. That's, I think that's what my doctor was trying to tell me is without the exercise and even or and you tell me if this isn't common, uh, they then we exercise and then we it's, it's the, the, the opposite's not healthy either. Exercising but not watching your diet. Or, yep. you know, dieting without exercise. It's kind of you need the balance of the whole. Well, and you're going to get the best results when you do both of them. Right. You know, the, 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 there's one other thing I just wanted to mention real quick because I think it's really important is when you exercise, whether it be going out for a jog, which I know that you you have done, yeah. um, or going playing sports with your kids or, you know, with the neighbors or whatever, or if you're into weight training, um, as you exercise, you're actually going to be burning through calories more efficiently and more quickly. So that just means that you're, you know, you're going to lose weight faster. Yeah. So you know you're going to have that that burn for a long 
a lot longer period of time. Whereas if you're just doing nothing except for, you know, just your day-to-day motions, um, you're just, you're, you're not getting the most out of it. So exercising actually increases the, um, the rate at which you're going to get down to, you know, whatever look you're trying to accomplish. I don't want to say get down to a certain weight because I don't want us right. to be ruled by numbers, but, you know, kind of get into that look that you're, you're going after. See, I, it's, you're, it's a machine, right? The body's a machine, yep. and so you're trying to tune it, it up. It is. Like you know it. what, Matt? And that's exactly right. It's totally, you just, you know, when it comes to diet and exercise, you have to look at your body as it is a machine because food is fuel. Yeah. And, you know, what you eat is going to help you to, to feel physically active and, and to do those sports or whatever. Um, it's a machine. Well, I Bottom think my line. machine is out of warranty. <laughs> so uh, well, We're going to grease it up, Matt. <laughs> we're going to grease that bad, but I've actually been greasing it up my whole life. Now I need to degrease it, probably. It's probably got too much grease in it. We're going to take a break, Jen. We'll be back. And um, when we come back, we're going to pick your brain a little bit more and try to figure out how to do it, how to get exercise into our lives. We're talking to Jenny Grothy from jen-fit.com. And you're listening to The Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Sirius XM 143. BYU Radio. There's an answer to every question, a solution to every problem. What place should the provision of education or health care occupy on the list of social and political priorities? Join a group of leading scholars and experts in the conversation about practical and constructive solutions to today's societal issues. BYU's weekly forum shares motivating and inspiring ideas on the present and future of our world today. Join us on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Good afternoon, I'm Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Mitt Romney's 47% comments have given President Barack Obama and his campaign team an ongoing opportunity to be on the offensive. The president's first reaction to hearing the tape of Romney's May fundraiser. My thinking is maybe you haven't gotten around a lot. During a Univision News Forum at the University of Miami, Obama said in his experience, few Americans want a handout. The American people are the hardest working people there. And, and their problem is not their problem is not that uh, they're not working hard enough or they don't want to work. And as to all those Romney said don't pay federal income tax, Obama said people abuse the system at both ends of the income scale. Because there are a whole bunch of millionaires who aren't paying taxes at all either. Mark Smith at the White House. While the Democrats are attacking, another top Republican is retreating from Romney and his comments. The top Republican in the House sidestepped giving a direct answer to what he thinks of Mitt Romney's comment that 47% of Americans don't pay income taxes and believe they're entitled to government help. But Speaker John Boehner made clear it diverged from what Romney should be talking about. Both campaigns on both sides say things that uh, get off the message. The message is, let's stay focused on jobs because that's what the American people want us to stay focused on. Senate Republican leaders, meanwhile, avoided dealing with the issue when they emerged from their weekly party luncheon earlier this week. Jerry Bodlander, Capitol Hill. The American embassy in Islamabad is working on a new ad campaign in Pakistan that shows U.S. officials denouncing the anti-Islam video on YouTube. 
The State Department says the embassy is spending $70,000 on an ad featuring clips of President Obama and Secretary of State Clinton denouncing the video in a bid to tamp down public rage that has seen tens of thousands of protesters try to reach the embassy. Pakistani Foreign Minister Hina Rabani Kar tells the Associated Press that her government has declared Friday a holiday to allow peaceful protests. If anything, this will lessen the violence. Calling it a day of loving the Prophet Muhammad instead of showing anger. Sagar Magani, Washington. The Justice Department's Inspector General has taken the Fast and Furious report before a House committee. House Oversight and Government Reform Committee Chairman Darrell Issa welcomed the report. A huge step forward toward restoring the public faith in the Department of Justice. Inspector General Michael Horowitz found fault with the actions or inactions of more than a dozen individuals in connection with the gun-walking operation. Most significantly in their failure to adequately consider the risk to the public safety. The report knocks down many accusations Republicans made and says the Attorney General did not know about the operation until questions were raised about it. Jerry Bodlander, Capitol Hill. You're listening to BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143. I'm Sam McCall. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Lose Your Fat Matt Challenge 2012. And uh, it's happening. We are actually losing weight, and interestingly, we've done it in a very unhealthy way, even though Jenny Grothy, our guest, has done nothing but give us healthy examples. And actually, you've done it a healthy way, Bryce. I'm, I have, I'm trying. I've kind of broken every one of her rules and yet uh, still managed to lose weight, which I think just says I had a lot of weight to lose. So let's welcome back Jenny Grothy. Jenny, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much. I want to know what you mean that you've broken all the rules, Matt. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, makes me sad. Uh, I've just you tell me not to do something like uh, you like not eat late, and I got home last night and I didn't eat a meal. Duh, that's wrong. So I just had two cupcakes. <laughs> not a meal. Okay. And um, I felt good about it. But didn't didn't Doctor Bill Cosby? Yes. Uh, say that that is great. That you know, it has has flour, it has eggs, yeah. it has gives us some chocolate cake, right? <sighs> yeah, I felt really good about it. So that's the only rule I've ever broken, except for the other ones. And then, okay. but I don't like talking about those. So Jenny, how do we do this now? Because the fitness is the fitness. I, I don't know. The food's one thing. That the food for me was a psychological problem. Mm-hmm. The fitness is just overcoming inertia and laziness. Okay. How do I overcome my lack of drive to go exert energy and stress my body? Okay. <laughs> well, you know, because I get asked this actually quite a bit um, by the women that I work with. And when it comes down to it, it's just kind of tough love. Like, you're not going to like the answer, but you have to make a decision whether or not this is important enough to you. So you either want it bad enough or you don't. Oh, and yeah. if, you know, and that's, you know, that's such a hard thing to hear, but really it does come down to it because what I have found is that when people do, you know, when they do make that decision, they're like, okay, I'm so done with being inactive. I'm now, you know, I'm, I'm going to um, 
start doing something, mm-hmm. then I just encourage them to find, you know, maybe write down two or three things that they have an interest in, whether it be, you know, again, like what you had done, going out for a jog. Yeah. Um, or maybe taking up a new sport. Like a lot of people like to get into yoga. That's kind of the thing right now. Um, Zumba. (laughs) Whatever it is that kind of tickles your fancy, whatever you're really interested in. And then just go do it. You know, if if it just ma- it means, um, you know, putting on your shoes and going out the door or signing up for a class and just testing it. What if I know, did Zumba on a walk? You. What if I was actually walking doing Zumba? You might actually start a new trend. Don't you think? Yeah, you might. <laughs> I think the neighbors would talk. I, I'm but sure you know, they would. <laughs> the thing is, is like, because I know, like, when I, because you know my story, you yeah. know that I, I lost a bunch of weight. And yeah, tell I them the numbers again, because it really well, is incredible. If five years ago, I was 170 pounds, and within a year, I lost 60 pounds and, and dropped down to, uh, well, my competition weight, wow. which was below 120. How long did that um, take? It, it took less than a year. Wow. I dropped 20 pounds probably within three months, the majority of that actually being doing cardio because I was too shy and too embarrassed to ask any questions, and I didn't want to make a goof of myself out on the, um, the weight equipment, so yeah. I just kind of waited. Um, but yeah, 20 pounds initially. And, you know, then once I, I started working with a trainer, the rest of it came off. And like I said, you know, through weight training, I reshaped my body and, um, and I haven't looked back, but you have to find what really motivates you, what you have an interest in, and then just stick to it. You're going to find that once you, you know, you start getting involved, your friends are going to come out and say, Hey, Matt, let's go do this or let's go do that. And they already do. They are going to sound, some things are going to sound really appealing, but like some things don't. Don't feel like you have to do what somebody else says. Oh, like, like, again, no when I very first started, everybody was trying to get me into triathlon. Uh-huh. And, and I did do a couple of them. Um, and, you know, I, it was hard for me to start turning people down. But, you know, I found I'm really awful at swimming. And I don't like falling on my bike. <laughs> and I just... It I didn't decided, work for you. Know, you. Yeah, that did not work for me. Triathlons are not for me, but running, weight training, stuff like that, absolutely. And it's something I'm passionate about, and you just have to find that and then just go with it. See, and and I think that's – you look at everyone else, and you're like, well, man, um, Lance Armstrong's fit, and he rides a bike and does triathlons. But you know what? Um, I'm not Lance Armstrong. Not yet. Yep. Not ever. <laughs> and, um, and two, so I guess you got to pick the thing you like. Now, personally, I, why I would work out is, the, I guess, the fitness parts. But I don't actually get into that. But I actually get into the idea of just being alone for a while. Mm-hmm. And that would yeah. give me 45 minutes of being alone. Because if you're doing Zumba up the street, nobody's going to be hanging out with you. And so I like to be alone with it. And then you know what else I love to do is listen to like books on tape and use yeah. that as a time to learn. And yeah. so to me, that's, it kind of – it does. It narrows some things down. I probably won't be swimming because I'm trying yeah. to listen to something. And um, But that's it. Now, Bryce had a question because – Two, I guess part of the decision is what's the best thing for your body? I mean, some people's bodies just can't take certain sports. So in my case, I have I have terrible ankles. My knees are pretty bad. I uh, used to be more of a runner, but now if I go for a run, I can't run for a week. And if you're only running once a week and it hurts, yeah, you're, you're not you're not making a whole lot of progress, and you're not. It's not. It's no fun. It's awful. And yeah. I'm kind of wondering what what fitness solutions are there for people who can't take the pain of of well, some things. Yeah. 
One, you know, if it comes down like to, to running too, like first I would just look at, I mean, can you really not run or did you maybe try to do too much too quickly? Because, you know, I, I know it, like even with seasoned runners who have taken some time off, like myself, you know, I've taken off several months now before I start training for Boston again, and my ankles hurt when I go back out. And usually it's because I'm trying to do too much right away. Mm. Um, but I would, one, look at, you know, making sure that you have the right support for your feet and just starting slow and, you know, um, you know, small amounts of, of time and, um, and then slowly build up. But if it really truly is something that you can't do, I would just look at some more low impact things, you know, look at the bike, you know, that's definitely a good one. Um, you've got, boy, why am I just totally Well, let me give you the one, the Hawaii things chair. Like that. Yeah, no, not the lounge chair. We're not going to be doing no, that. No, the Hawaii chair. There's oh, the, nothing. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun, actually. I think. The, did you go look at it? I, I don't think the problem. I, I don't think the problem would be your ankles. Yeah. <laughs> it would be your knees your flapping together. <laughs> your knees. Ba- you know, there's definitely some other alternatives. You know, things that you can do that aren't going to jar your body, yeah. but still give you a good workout. Where you're not, you know, if with, with your with your legs or your ankles or whatever it is that's giving you trouble, um, you know, just finding something that you know you break a sweat at that doesn't hurt. Right. What uh, What else should we be doing, Jen, to to make sure we get this? I mean, a habit. I love the idea. Again, you keep beating me uh, beating me down with that idea that I'm just so, you know, out of integrity and. Um, because I think that's the problem, really. It's I'm not choosing it. And if I don't choose it, it's never going to happen. Yep. So you tell yep. me, what are some more things I can do to kind of maybe not simplify it, but enhance it, make it more exciting? Well, you know, some things to get you going initially. You know, I would. we've talked about this before, but, you know, set some goals. Say, you know, if right now you're not doing anything, say this week three times I'm going to go out and I'm going to do 25 minutes of something or yeah. half an hour of you know, something. And just, you know, then hold yourself accountable. You're no longer thinking, oh my gosh, I have to get out there six or seven days this week. Three days sounds doable, you know, so set a goal and then do it. If that, you know, is um, not enough, I'd say, you know, invite a friend, take somebody with you. I mean, if you are going to go play basketball, go shoot hoops, you know, that's definitely something that's a lot of fun when you're doing it with somebody else. Right. Um, find, you know, what, where your motivation is. Like you were talking about, you love to listen to books on tape. Well, there's like no better exercise than walking or jogging or running for that. I mean, that way you can be alone in your own thoughts, listening to it. And if there's a book that just came out that you've been just dying to read, but haven't had the time, there you go. That's it. You know, Uh, the last one, you know, would be just have somebody that you can hold yourself accountable, whether that be a friend, your partner, um, somebody, you know, your coach, and, uh, you know, have, have somebody that you can say, oh, I didn't do it today. Because it's so hard yeah. when you're letting somebody else down. For some reason, we're easier on ourselves. But, like, when we have to tell somebody, you know, that we didn't do something right. that you were supposed you're to. you're obligated. You're obligated. You're in. You're all in. Isn't that funny? So, we're, that's uh, pretty that's, sad. Yeah, yeah. We, but those, you know, those, those are just really those little are great. things. And, again, once you start implementing those things over a period of time, it comes back to what you mentioned earlier. It becomes a habit. Yeah. And once it becomes a habit, then, then you're more likely to stay on track. And if you do fall off you know, every now and again, that's okay. Habits, you'll, you'll get right back on. Yeah, and your chemistry will be firing and your body will be working and you'll be seeing a difference. 
Loving it. Jen, stick with us through this break. We're going to take a break from Jen Grothy. If you want more information about Jen, go to jen-fit.com, and uh, she'll give you recipes, ideas, tools on that website. We'll be back picking her brain with a few more ideas and questions about getting healthy right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Sirius XM 143. BYU Radio. Can a fusion-powered rocket get us to Mars in weeks instead of years? This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future. Manned missions to other planets in our solar system have a tough barrier. The time it takes to get anywhere in space using only chemical rocket engines. A large part of a two-year round trip to Mars would be spent coasting there and back in low-energy fuel-saving transfer orbits required by the limitations of chemical rockets. And windows for those orbits are rare. Miss one, and you wait another two years. There must be faster ways to travel those distances. Finding breakthroughs that could revolutionize space exploration is a driving force behind NIAC, the NASA Innovative Advanced Concepts Program which is run by the Office of the Chief Technologist at NASA. One of the NIAC investigations looks at the viability of nuclear fusion to power a rocket for thrust, as well as to generate electrical power at the same time. The study looks at using magnetic fields in the engine nozzle to capture electricity from the engine's escaping plasma jet. Such a rocket could fly faster, more direct paths to other planets, saving months of travel. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. This'll take a while. Sometimes it's better to take things slow. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the interview. Join Dean Duncan weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, you skinny, skinny people, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we're talking to some, talking about the fitness challenge the Matt Townsend Show Fitness Challenge 2012, Lose the Fat Matt, uh, and we're wrapping it up, um, our last segment with Jenny Grothy from gen-fit.com. We've been talking about getting uh, in shape, making it a habit to exercise. Now, over the, over the program, we've talked about your diet, we've talked about counting calories, and the neat thing I love about Jen always is she's, she always backs it away from don't get caught up in the numbers, get more caught up in just the feeling the the just the success of it and just you know slow and steady wins the race is that still true yeah. with this one jen absolutely and it's just it's about making it a lifestyle it's about making it something that you enjoy it's about making it you know just something that you want to do that you crave to do that you crave to eat a certain way and to be healthy and to be you know fit by doing things that you enjoy yeah it's, it really is, um, and I guess that's the whole idea, is if we shift our minds and then our minds can shift our body, then our body will actually get the craving going and then it becomes natural. 
Like to yeah, me, running I just say, is unnatural. Oh, sorry, go on. Well, I was just going to say, running a marathon, that's just not natural. Yeah. <laughs> if you, all you got to do is sit at the finish line of a marathon or any mile in between, and you'll know that there's just nothing healthy about that because I've never seen anyone happy. On, in a marathon. I think the only happiness comes when they're done, when, when they're they realize, done. I get to stop running right yeah, now. Yeah, there's not a smile in the in the whole line there. Oh, come on now. Is there? I you mean, forget it, that I, I've run a few of them. And well, so are there <laughs> pictures of you really smiling while you're running? One. I felt good. Did it feel good? The first the first one, I when I finished, I felt strong. I could have kept going. Yeah, well, the no, see, one, there's the optimal word. When you finished. Yeah. yeah, no duh. And I would feel good when it was over. I felt good just making sure when you were done. I mean, I love the end of a marathon because that means the parade's going to begin in here That's in Salt right. Lake. So, but I guess when, but you're saying it, there is a payoff at the end and it's not, I guess uh, that's what somebody told me the other day. It's the greatest thing they've ever done mentally. Yeah. Is, you well, know, changed them. Yep, it's hard. It's definitely hard. But I wanted to just comment on one, one thing real quick too on, on what you had said. You know, You've been awesome, and you've you said that you've already lost you know 14 pounds, and that's that's quite a bit. And I know that some people, when they start dieting or when they start focusing on um, eating cleaner, excuse me, I don't know what's in my throat today, but on cleaner foods, and they're you know exercising, they're they're doing all the right things. Right. But sometimes not everybody has the same level of success right. that you've had, no. and it might be a little bit slower. And what I try to remind people that are in that same situation is just to be patient because at the end of the day, even if you're not seeing the transformation right away on the outside that you want, um, the beautiful thing is that transformation really is happening from the inside out. Right. So every day that you're choosing better, you know, better foods and better athletic activities, you are making a difference and you are making a change within your body and uh, it will come. You know, we just, our bodies are all on each other, you know, their own timeline, and um, we just have to just go with it. Don't give up. It's not, you know, it, you don't rule how fast it happens. Your no. body does. I love that because, and it may not ever be what the world would say it should look yep. like, right? I mean, exactly. it's not going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger's best picture, mm-hmm. you know, that when he was young and fit. and Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be, That's, you know. It's well, going to be the best you. It's got to be. It's got to be me. In fact, yep. it's interesting. I saw a picture of me when I was twenty-one years old, and I just got to say, I was hot. Um, I don't want to brag, but I looked so good. And so, um, oh, hold on, did I say that out loud? But I really just felt. I felt. I just looked good. I also had lived in another country for two years and had had a, a an intestinal worm. Which made me lose a lot of weight. Hey, a good uh, parasite nice. is as good no. as any weight loss plan. No, it may absolutely. Not, it may not be good for your body, yeah. but you know. In fact, are you, do you pound for pound? Are you okay with uh, parasites, Jen? Am I? Oh my goodness! For weight loss, I, I actually mean. watched. I watched some things on YouTube about um, tapeworms and oh. how you know people were, were taking them in order yeah. to lose weight. Oh, they're I great! I can't even fathom no. that. It's by disgusting. the way, I, I named mine. <laughs> mine. Mine were named Slick and Slider. I had two of oh, them, and um, awesome. they helped a lot. It's like you always say, grab a friend and go running. I say, no, just grab an intestinal parasite, and oh, no. I guess you will go running anyway. Um, the idea of this whole thing, though, is fitness is from the inside out, parasite or not. That's not the goal, but I love how you bring it back to the mind strength. It's gonna, it's what you need it to be, and you're going to... You're, you just it's it's about you. This is about and it's not even really just about your body, is it? It's about the mind, it's about the spirit, 
It's about the soul. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, it, they all work together for sure. You know, I mean, you have to first see it in your mind and you have to make that decision for yourself and then you have to follow through. Nobody else is going to do it for you and nobody is going to be able to provide you the motivation that you need. You have to find that strength within yourself and make that decision and then just go after it. Yeah. You know, and with 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 time, those little changes that you're making and those little adjustments and those little, you know, good choices that you're making, they'll get easier and it might take a couple of weeks, it might take a couple of months, but you know, I've I've seen some amazing things. And then you'll like see. Me. I never would have thought that I would actually enjoy working out as much as I do. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, and then you see. I guess your energy change, and so now with uh-huh. your energy changing, you now. I mean, the desire is going to go higher because there's energy, and you're seeing success. And then people are commenting on you, like, "Whoa, you look good." Yep. Well, one of my one of my really good friends. Um, you know, she was away for quite some time. Um, she actually went to school with with my husband and. Um, while she was away out of the country, she had gained, you know, a considerable amount of weight. And when she came back, she probably was in her poorest shape ever. Mm-hmm. And she kind of was on the same journey as what I was. And within a year, she shed it all. And now she looks amazing. And she is just taking the world by storm. I mean, she's certified um, in a number of, of different courses with, with CrossFit. She's river rafting. She's doing all of these crazy athletic things. And she's just, you know, the, the world is her oyster. She's just having fun because this is like a new lease on life. Oh yeah. And that, I rem- that's how I felt when I, when I finally made that transformation. I mean, here I was almost 40, you know, and I felt more alive than I'd ever felt in my entire life. And it was all because I finally decided to take my life into my own hands and get healthy. So that's it's amazing. Great. It really is. And I mean, you were more alive than you'd ever been. I mean, that's, that's yeah, the thing with exercise. Every one of your cells is probably kicking in something new. And chemically, you're more alive. Physically, you're more alive. You can breathe when you walk upstairs. I mean, that alone is a total win. Yeah, true. That's true. And, you know, it's something that we take for granted until we don't have it. And, you know, sometimes it's hard getting back there, but it can it can be done. Well, and back there can take you two years if you need it to, but just do something today. Yep, today. Yep, make the choice today. Oh, I love it. Jenny Grothy, good work, my friend. Give us one more challenge. How should we wrap this up? Well, I would just say, I mean, since you know, since you said that you, yourself that you've kind of been slacking on the exercise side, um, you hey. know, let's go back to setting that goal. I, my challenge is that for you, all of you, <laughs> uh-huh. and anybody that's listening on the, the radio station, to pick something this week and go do it or something three times. You know, just get out for half an hour each time. I don't care what it is. I don't care, you know, how much you're breaking a sweat. Just do something that you're not doing right now. Hey, is a half hour what we're supposed to do? I would, I would, err. Um, like I want to no, start there. No less than, like half an hour to 45 minutes. I mean, you know, I want it to be something that people feel like it's not overwhelming. Oh, yeah. And a half an hour is usually something that people can find the time to fit it in. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to go spend 90 minutes doing what, you know, do Half an hour is a really good place to start. Yeah, that's easy enough. And then, I mean, hey, let's have a little victory. And a half hour, we get that done, and then you you can come home and rub ointment on your legs. (laughs) Fix your Achilles (laughs) heel. You can go home and have your two cupcakes, Matt. Oh, don't even go there. Because I have cupcakes at my home right now. Oh. Wow. You remember the lime? See? 
you oh, remember yeah, the line things. Gosh, you're smart. Uh, okay, Jen, uh, if they want to find you, where do they go to find you? The best place to go is just to go to my website, which is at the jen-fit.com. Um, it has links to everything, all the different ways to reach me and the services that I provide. Love it. Jen-fit.com. Jenny Grothy's the master. We'll have her back in a couple more weeks to wrap this fitness challenge up. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, you'll see, I will have run consistently. Okay, good. Uh, unless awesome. I can't a wait to hear it. Unless there's a problem I don't know about yet. Um, okay, Jenny, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thanks, Matt. Take care, my friend. Thank you. Jenny Grothy, appreciate, uh, appreciate her helping us with that. And uh, as we're just wrapping up the show, we have a minute or two. Bryce, what, what are you going to do? You already do P90X. You already do Zumba on the move. And uh, you're the Zumba guy who does it all over campus. What are you going to do? I'm, what's your commitment? I, how about this? Two, I'll, I'll hit the gym at least twice a week because school, school is... Oh, you're busy. Yeah, I'm busy. I got this job. I got this radio job. Yeah, tell me about it. And uh, I've got school and... Okay, gym twice a week. Twice a the, week. For the Bryce man. Sky, what's your, what are you going to do? Now, be honest, because I don't. You can't see Sky, but he's in really good shape, or he's just emaciated. I can't tell. Um, a little bit of both. He's well, I don't. I don't have shape. lots of time, but I actually did make a goal. I've been uh, waking up um, extra early every morning and just doing like push-ups and dips and stuff in my apartment. I'd like to go to the gym, but I what, don't have time. What's a dip? What I do is I set up uh, three chairs, yeah, and then I put my arms uh-huh. on the back two chairs and put my legs up on the front chair, and then I just see because I thought a dip the... was an ice cream covered in chocolate. Thing. <laughs> well, then I eat one of those after because <laughs> <See? laughs> I'm like ice cream <laughs> in dip the morning. For Who does yeah. a dip in the morning? <laughs> dips are for night. Okay, so cool. So you're gonna do more dips, more dips, and more push-ups, eat more dips. And Madison, other than swimming, and other running than into swimming. people, swimming into people, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, I've been hitting the pool. Um, at least three times a week, and I've made it a goal to do it. At a girl. Day in the now, week. when you say hitting it, oh, you don't not mean the like wall. not the wall. Keep or your face people. off the wall. <laughs> That's good. So you're going to swim. You might want to try some dips, some chocolate covered dips. <laughs> might even throw in some weight training in there. Excellent. Just get prepared Kay. for the season. That's the team. We're doing it. And uh, Ben, you're in here. Ben, do you want to? What do you want to commit to? Something. I'll commit to uh, being here in the studio for women's soccer coming up in uh, just a few minutes here on BYU Radio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dodge the commitment Sports with a guys. <laughs> Sports guys. Too afraid to work out like the rest of us cool jocks. Okay, everybody, there's the challenge. I hope you've all made your challenge. Go commit to it and uh, keep listening to the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo.